You're now listening to Cinco Squad. Happy Thursday, everybody. Pat is enjoying his sausage. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? My name is Jonathan with Cinco Squad, and with me are my boys, Mike DeSano, Pat and the Sausage, and Grandpa Jay. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Great, bro. Good, yeah. Hungry. Well. <laughs> apparently, Pat. Apparently. Man. It's been a very exciting week of uh, sports in general. Like with, uh, I mean, we got the U.S. Open for tennis. We got bas- NBA. I feel Australia like he's Open. Australia M- Open. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Australia Open. We got NBA basketball is picking up really good right now. A lot of good games out there. I mean, we got Golden State and Boston repeat right now. We're going on right now. Um, college basketball is heating up. Conference play, like like we decided uh, back in uh, October, that it was going to be like this. Um, and then, of course, the NFL playoffs are continuing. Yep. So what was your guys' uh, favorite part of the weekend other than football, I guess? Because Pat and I were on a bye. Other than football? There is no other than football. <laughs> it, was, it was nice to see Syracuse win. Well, for me, I had a, a swimming in frigid degrees where some of the young kids did great. So I was proud of them. Good show. How mentally tough they could be. And literally, it was like 38 degrees. And for Florida, that's a big deal when there's frost outside and kids have to swim. Yeah. That was a big deal. So they really proved to me that, like, they were mentally tough. And so did my boys with the comeback of the year, beating those ugly orange Tennessee volunteers (laughs) on Saturday, baby. Yeah, boy. Yeah, you know, you know me. I was, I was golfing with dad on set on Sunday and I uh, was, I got to the course and I was in uh, shirts, uh, shorts and a polo. And he's like, it was like 40 degrees. And he's like, what are, you, what are you doing? I'm like, I'll be all right. The sun's out. I'll be all right. I'll be all right, Dad. We, pl- we, played, we played hockey in, fl- in, in colder weather. So um, that's true. But Syracuse winning against Notre Dame. And then, unfortunately, I'll get into my time at the Watsco Center. Other than the loss, it was a, it was a, good, it was a good time. But um, Mikey Mike, what, what about you? Well, uh, about the – I didn't have a whole lot of success with my teams over the weekend. UNC's playing like absolute garbage. Um, and oh, I don't understand. Game that counts. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> but the success I did have was major because the Giants won a playoff game. Beating Bro, isn't it the insane over- that the Giants' best playoff runs are always as a wildcard team? Yes. It's insane. The first one they beat the undefeated Patriots team, which we, I will never let anyone forget. They were a wild card that year. They were nine and seven that year, right? Yep. Yeah. Nine and seven Just wild card. Snuck in. Mm-hmm. Did not deserve to be there. What? They won, bro. Someone say. Someone say. Some people would say. <laughs> well, they won. They you. That was. They won, and they got. Yep. They beat the only perfect team to get to the Super Bowl in the modern era. Anthony says, "Let's go." Let's go. Hello, hello from on, Gerig. He says, yeah, Anthony corrects me. He says, Pat in the hat. <laughs> nah. Let's go, baby. So, yeah. but yeah, it was a good weekend of sports. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We got NFL, my time at the Watsco Center, US, uh, Australia Open, I'm sorry. And then we got some NBA talk that I know some of our listeners are going to be really happy to talk about. So, yes. but first, 
Of course, we gotta know what everyone is. Uh, well, we know what Pat's sipping on. <laughs> Gildens. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey, Mike, what you sipping on this week? Okay, so we actually have a new appearance for the first time in 2023. Jack Ooh. Daniels Blackjack Cola. What? You stop that right now, Mikey. Uh, Ew. Cola. Delicious. I like E. Cola. <laughs> uh, maybe. Damn. We'll find out in the morning, won't we? Anyway, <laughs> Jay, what you sipping on? Wait, wait, wait. Give your rating on that. Oh, up? my rating? Yeah. You can't um, sip it and say on to the next. Okay. I mean, out of 10, I would say it's about like a, a seven or eight. It's not the best like, so, like soda, mm-hmm. alcoholic soda I've ever had, but it's actually not bad. It's very sweet. Okay. All very right. sweet. All right. Very I got the solo out, and normally this would be cause for a very cheap bear coming out of a keg. Unfortunately, that is not what I have in this cup. <laughs> I'm on orange juice with no gin, baby. So I just got that straight up OJ. Juice with no gin. Snoop would be so disappointed in me. I got a juice in it. He had to go into full explanation. I got a juice in gin. Minus the gin, so you have orange juice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know you want some heavy shit tonight, bro. Talk to me, Fab. What we been, what we been sipping on? <laughs> All right, guys. What's my favorite beer? Well, bad blue. Bad blue. blue. Light. But the big deal. What? I seen. I seen what that here. I seen. I seen that here down in Florida, and I was like, "What, what is, is that?" It? It's, Why it's is it pres- a big deal? Sorry. It's presented by Labatt with Barstool with Spit and Chicklets. What is it? Though? Okay. Is it bear? Here is we it go. No, that's where I saw it. I saw it on Barstool. That's where I saw it. You ordered it? Damn. That's a good beer. What is it? Like, What's it taste like? It's like a light beer with some like little aftertaste. Nice. That's, that's a beer. What? That's, that's the beer you're looking at. It's a big deal, Mike. Did. did you order that, or was that in stores up north? Oh, sir, uh, I I got a twelve pack, and this six pack was right above the twelve pack. So, big deal, baby, right? <laughs> I got to do it for the, I got to do it for the squad. Come on, <laughs> John, what are you sipping on over there? Well, I'm not sipping on anything. I'm, I'm with Jamie. I think we're on the same side now. So, I just got my. Bang without vodka. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, bang okay. energy drink. The official energy drink of Yeah, Mike I'm Bain. having a virgin bane. No one ever said that. And then I'm having my milk jug, of course. Of course. Hey. Of course. Of course. <laughs> gotta have it. Of course. Hey, I got my plastic juggy in the house, too. No bang. <laughs> I don't I'm have headed. a jug. Bro, I'll tell you this one. This this jug, right, this jug right here is awesome because I accidentally left it in the car after the gym this morning, yeah. and it was in the heat all day. Sweet. And I, I put this originally in the freezer overnight, and then I took it to the gym, you know, drank, and then left it in the truck by accident. Took it out around like 4 o'clock. The outside was hot, but, like, I opened it up just to see if it was still cold. It was freezing inside. It's nice. Wow. It's good. Uh Quality. Well, my sister got me a RTC. Like, she got me a Gatorade Go one, and you can custom, <laughs> you can put sponsors. something custom on it. So she put Coach J on one side. That's cool. And she put my birthday on the other side, twenty eight, which is kind of cool. So that's awesome. Yeah, 
That's cool. Custom. Yeah, I got a, that one. I'm going to have to retire. This one is taking some blows, man. This looks like it's a damn basketball with the amount of beating this <laughs> Hey, speaking of that, bro, did John send, did you send that in the group with what it takes to create the football the way they want it? Yeah, I was, I, I follow that page. I follow that page on Instagram and it's yeah. really, I didn't really know that all that went into. There's 30 steps 30 that seconds. go into getting the football ready for, for uh, game day. It's yeah. incredible. Like, the, <laughs> And they, and they do it, and they do it quickly. Like, mm-hmm. within, he said it takes them 45 minutes. And all they're doing is mudding the ball, scraping it off, mudding it, scraping it off. And it's just like, wow, that's – I didn't realize that there was that much into it. I thought they just got it out of the bag and pumped it up, and there you go. And I think it's cool that they talk with whatever quarterback the ball is for. Yeah, yeah like C.J. Stroud grabs grabs the stri- – the, the strip so they don't put as much mud on there but like some quarterbacks like it to for a little bit more grip yeah i agree with you mike it's truly custom made little did, little did we know like what's so the then that means they should have zero excuses for having a shitty game throwing the ball <laughs> that ball's made for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was specifically now we know we ain't taking those excuses anymore <laughs> exactly <laughs> so I think it's time for our pay may parlay. I'll yes. swing it over to Jay and uh, Jay and Pat here for hey. minute. We'll be back. We did a good job last week. Hey, what goes when you're down and you're out? You can only go up from there. So we went from a win this week to three and five. We're working our way to five and five this week. I we know what's going on. For you we guys. knew what was going on. I know we got some locks for you guys. Pat, you want to start us off with your number one lock this weekend? Oh. Tomorrow. The lock of the weekend. What you got? Tomorrow, Grizzlies minus seven over to LA Lakers. Yeah. In, in LA, though, you think in LA? Wow. Dude, I have a lot of faith in Memphis. I have a lot of yes. faith in Memphis this year. It's minus seven. I think it's a 10 pointer. Nice. Over to Lakers on the road. Let's go. John Moran, baby. Let's go. So I was teetering with. The Bengals, there's no reason for the Bengals being – like, get, giving the Bengals five and a half is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Right. It's ridiculous. And that number's changed right. a lot it's this cha- week. It's cha- and it keeps going up in favor of everybody's taking the, the bills on the on the right. low end. So they keep teasing it high and higher to see if they're going to take the Bengals on the points. Yes, sir. So I was going to go with that. We're going to go with that. But you know what my number one is? Manchester United embarrassed – the Arsenal football club <laughs> earlier this year. All like right, Arsenal, I, got, I got no insight on this. I'm telling you this. Arsenal is going to have some sweet revenge, and they are going to drop it the ball, soccer. That's right. You know it's soccer, John. They're going to drop it on Manchester United and win that game by at least two goals. So Arsenal will prove that they are the best team in English football this weekend, and they will lay the hammer down on Manchester United. That is my lock of the weekend. What else you got for us, Pat? All right, back to the American football. Americano. We're going Chiefs, Jaguars, Chiefs, minus eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Earlier this week, it was minus ten and it's, a half. It's now at nine. That means everybody's been taking the Jags. Oh, we're going. No, right now it's eight and a half. Yeah, so I got it at nine. On, another side's a nine now. All right, so mm-hmm. either way, I'm taking the Chiefs on this part. Okay. Because we're, we're going ten to an eight fluctuation right there okay chiefs minus eight and a half this is what i got this is what i'm playing with 
I would. I like it even more that it was ten and a half earlier this week. All right. I like it even more. Chiefs will dominate. They got a week off home field advantage over the Jags. Chiefs all the way with Mahomes. Nice. Minus eight and a half. I like it. I'm going to stay on the gridiron with you. Like I just said, there is no reason to give the Bengals five and a half points. The Bills right. last week were up by 10 points, and Josh Allen was throwing the ball at an average of 26 yards per play, which yeah. means they have no running game. So the Bengals are coming after Josh Allen all day long. And he I will turn it. the ball over. He has proven to do that under pressure, and the Bengals will capitalize on a late turnover to keep that game close or even take the lead. And the winner wins by two or three this weekend. No team is pulling away from the other in this one. Bengals, five and a half, all the way. Give me your final yeah. pick of the week, Pat. What's your final pick of the week? Oh, boy. Okay, this is one that it could be a throwaway. It could mm -hmm. be a win. Depending on how you view this, mm -hmm. minus six Cavaliers tomorrow against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors have been exactly that, Golden State. They cannot play on the road. Yeah, Cleveland Cavaliers minus six over the Warriors. You know what's so funny? I'm going the other way with that. No, it needs a statement win no! on the road, and it's coming tomorrow night in Cleveland. Give I like that points. one a lot, man. Give me Golden State. I love the six and a half. So let's see what the boys have to say. Are they they gonna can't win on the road. They're going to take the Warriors there. They're going to just drop the ball game. Gentlemen, <laughs> no, that's, the Warriors that's a, a beautiful pay-may parlay right there. What do you guys like on that? So you got, Pat, you got Memphis to win straight up? Is no, that I hear that? them covering. Covering? So, yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So I need to point and something then, out. Oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, I was just going to say. We have to choose between the Cavs and Warriors. Yeah. For the Basically. people. Yeah. For the people. For the people, baby. As Jac as Jaco as uh, Jalen and Jacoby always say, give the people, give the people what they want. want. <laughs> <laughs> baby, what do people want from us? I think we'd confuse. I think we'd confuse the better. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take. I, I don't know about you, Mike, but I think I'm going to take – I'm going to go with Pat on this because I think I agree that the Warriors are struggling. I do see what you're saying, Jamie, but I think the Warriors are getting beat right now against Boston. Because they're the uh, best team in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that should be – I mean, that's finals uh, rematch. So, um, what do you think, Mike? Yeah, honestly, I'm thinking I think the Cavs are going to win that game. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's a yeah. better chance in my head that they're gonna win by seven or more than it is that the Warriors are the Warriors going to lose win by, that game. by, lose by less than seven. Okay. Yeah. Hey Jamie, Jamie, walk through walk through all the picks now for us, please. Yes. All right. So Pat's number one lock of the week. Lock it up. He said, there's no way that Memphis does not destroy the Lakers tomorrow night in L.A. Take Memphis and all the points. It's seven and a half. So Memphis wins by six and a half, actually, is what I have it out here. So Memphis by six and a half. So Memphis minus six and a half to cover. I have Arsenal beating Manchester United by at least two goals. So, Manch so Arsenal by, you take the minus one and a half if you get it, and that's going to be a big bonus. Pat has the KC Chiefs 
covering whatever points, eight, nine, ten, whatever it is. Whatever it is. I got the Bengals at plus five and a half. Put it at minus nine right now because a lot of sites have it at nine. The Bengals, five and a half to definitely cover. And I have them winning that game, actually. And then thanks to the thanks to the panel, you guys have all gone against my big road win. The Cavs cover the six and a half against Golden State tomorrow. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we would go five for five if you guys took my Golden State pick. I hope you <laughs> no, we'll have to settle for four for five. What's the and, PMA parlay without a loss? Come on, exactly. As the uh, yeah. hey, as always, if you don't like it, take the opposite. <laughs> Which in this case, we gave you. So with the Warriors. Yep, we're not taking the Warriors headed to Cavs. We're taking the Cavs hosting the Warriors. And speaking. Of taking trips to arenas. John, I believe you yes, took sir. a trip to an arena this week. Why don't you yes. regale us? What a hell of a segue. Man. I know, right? Oh, I need I need all right. He my deserves. There you go. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here. <laughs> yes, I, I took a trip to the Watsco Center um to watch Syracuse take on number 17 Miami and a must-need win for Syracuse. And unfortunately, Pat and I's orange fell short. Of that blew eleven point lead, and honestly, there's really nothing they did wrong other than give up thirty nine foot three pointers. And at that point, it's like, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> like do you you're do? covering, and if the guy's hitting from 39, 42 feet, like the guy pulled up right off at half court, knocks down the shot to take the lead, and it's like the arena went nuts. So. Uh, a couple things. If you're going to the Watts, if you're ever in Miami and going to the Watsco Center, um, definitely. I was just telling Malin, uh, my wife, that um, oh, you need. She's my wife, uh, and uh, one year, one year's coming up next. Coming up? Uh, yeah, one year. Right, uh, right. <laughs> right, um, I did tell her though, like when you're going down there, you need to get there. Like, think about being there a half hour early because the traffic is unbearable. It's only a two lane road. Getting when you get down into the Miami campus and you know, it's a very trickery type parking lot to get into. So was it well uh, attended? <clears throat> it was actually when when they started making the run. Um, that's when I started hearing the crowd, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like yeah. I didn't. And Pat asked me during the game. He said, "How much do you think they hold in there?" I, I said fifteen thousand, but that seemed like a very high number. Okay. But it could. I mean, it could be. I mean, it's it wasn't full, but it actually, was. Uh, John. I- I don't mean to step on you. Uh, someone I work with actually went to the same game coming back from a Disney cruise, and he said sixteen thousand. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't look it up. I just it, I just yeah. looked around. I well, was just ballparking. He was like, "Yeah, I I jumped in. It seemed like a gym sixteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, and there's not a bad seat in the house. I mean, I think right. that's the biggest thing. So I was I was contemplating. You know, there was a seat in row B, which is two rows off the court. Versus um, uh, the seats I sat in, but it was a hundred dollars versus twenty dollars, and the twenty dollars seat was just as good. I mean, I got a full sc- scope of the whole thing. I had no one next to me. I had like literally an aisle seat. It was a. It's once you get in there, it's very easy to walk walk right into the uh, center. They have the lines at the concession aren't bad. I went in middle of halftime, got in, got out. Um, you know, it's it's really a, a nice place to go, and I mean, it's pretty cool because I didn't know, but UM has a beach volleyball uh 
court right in the middle of the campus, and it's like, okay. And there was like, there was like a like an actual like a, a bunch like you know guys playing, and I was just like, oh, that's pretty oh, cool. Guys were playing. Well, I mean, yeah. The, it, yeah, Pat, you know you guy would have made a pit stop if it was the other way around. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of dudes playing. I don't know. Why I was walking. Because it, <laughs> it was fun. It was it was cool. It was interesting because like it's just, it's January and they're playing you know beach volleyball like in the middle of the winter when you guys are freezing up there, right? So it's like it's just it was just fun to me. So, um, but I mean, it, it was a nice it was a nice experience. I I've been there once before uh, for the same type of game, Syracuse versus Miami. Unfortunately, my boys are, uh, you know, didn't uh, come out with a win. Pat and I were joking. He's like, "No, it's a hologram of last year's game." I was like, "Get me the hell out of here!" Then that's where we, <laughs> that's where, that's where we blew a thirty-point lead. Became <laughs> reality. Yeah, but uh, it was fun. I give that arena probably uh, eight out of ten. Um, you know, if accessibility and um, you know, easiness to get in and out of the stadium is pretty good. I. When I left the stadium, I was, you know, I was home in 15 minutes. So, no traffic, which let's, is really good. Let's just, John, say quick, the, quick, uh, let's just say the women's volleyball was practicing in the middle of the court. Let's go. Quick fact check on the uh, on the seating. It's a cozy 8,000. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. So, Very cozy 8,000. Like I said, I think that was – I think that number was high because I think they have the same type of arena that uh, Duke has in North yeah. Carolina. And North Carolina and Duke both are – I was surprised when Duke only had nine thousand, but it makes sense. Um, Why the whole place? They've got that on top of yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I, you notice like the camera like can barely get the the yeah. front court here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. every time you see it, the guy's like ah, <laughs> trying to get the guys <laughs> trying to get the guys on the court. So uh, very good, very good uh, trip. I mean, you know, shout out to University of Miami. They they beat Syracuse. Unfortunately, you know. This yeah, team, no this, shout out, no shout out. This Syracuse team is just a, a year away. I think you know they have yeah. a lot of great talent, a lot of great opportunities, but it's just I think they're just young. You know, our, our freshman point guard made a, a minor error at the end of the game that he never, never Shoot really, never really yeah. does. Um, and you know, it's a learning lesson, right? So at the end of the day, I, I would definitely suggest going to the if you're in Miami and there's. A college basketball game going on. I definitely suggest to go to go watch. Speaking of college basketball, uh, not to mean to put you on a spot, Mike, but Tuesday, Syracuse, North Carolina. <laughs> oh boy, he's doing it on live on I'm camera. Doing it. I'm doing it right here, Mikey. Oh wow, we could we could put it as a maybe. Yeah, I'll let you know. Ah, boy, Mikey. That means a no. That's a hard no. All right, I love Hella no. It's not you. It's him. Oh, <laughs> Damn. Damn. You're going to George Costanza me? <laughs> For all of our young viewers, that's Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yes. Uh... I was going to say, there's not. I don't think there's a lot of viewers left that would know, <laughs> would know who George Costanza is. Right. Right hey, but, uh, I'll, I'll be in the JMA Dome with or with my Mikey and... Uh, Without his presence, it's going to determine the outcome of the game. I'll just leave it up to him. Oh, and uh, I'm going to throw Pat on spot. He's going to do a live take from there. So from check out our socials from there. He's going to do a live take. Yeah, since I'm, he's the since he's the face of, face of our Instagram. Just just do not if he talks like that. Just do, <laughs> Goes with Don't bring the mustard with you, bro. I'll bring <laughs> the mustard. I'm bringing the mustard. Bring with your me. home mustard with you. Oh. 
Wait, you guys out there in the atmosphere, do you want the mustard? No mustard. I'm bringing the mustard. No, you got to bring an orange with you. <laughs> I'll bring an orange mustard. Fuck it. <laughs> but moving on from the Watsco Center to the NFL playoffs, I had an interesting, you know, that we were talking this week, and no, not to shit on your parade even more, Jamie, but, you know, it it brought up a good point. I mean, most, most of the – uh, so the NBA went to a you know conference seeding only. So that's how they comp- that's how they seed their you know their playoffs, right? So one through ten are going to be you know base- basic conference. Doesn't matter division, right? So should the NFL and other sports you know go off of conference or division? Because realistically, you only play six games. And here's the thing that you need to think about when it comes to NFL: you only play six games in conference. And then you play. You can go eleven and six and still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If you go zero and six, like so, do you guys think they should think about going to an NBA type style? And should sports in general go to an NBA type style? Jamie, what do you think? I was interested to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, th- this one's interesting to me because you said the whole point of divisions, right? And it's and except for the AFC East, which makes absolutely no sense. You're creating these territory rivalries where fans can travel fairly close to. Go to rivalry games, right? AFC East, we know, just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Like you have a Florida team with a bunch of teams on the north. Anyway, so the the point of the divisions is obviously to create these fan rivalries and then make it fun. The the divisions make sense. But the argument to make sure that the best teams are in the playoffs makes even more sense. And this year, we look at the team that got left out that would have been the most exciting game. I really think... The mm-hmm. Lions would have made the 49ers shit themselves if no they had to play the four. I really think I don't oh, think no they would have way. won again. I think they would have made them shit themselves for at least three and a half quarters, and the Niners would have closed them out eventually and won by about ten. But it yeah. would have been a very competitive game all the way down the wire, bro. They were the they were the grittiest team in the NFC by mm-hmm. far. The way they they were playing their best football at the right time. Football. Right, and so that, and I, I agree with you, Jay. Like, because if you look at it, it would have been Niners, Lions, Vikings, Seahawks, mm-hmm. and then it would have been Giants, Cowboys. Which, which is as, awesome at, which is, which is as the NFL looking at it as a scope, <laughs> it's three solid games, and the ratings are going to be high because everyone's imagine gonna be that in. Monday night game instead of the the shit show we just saw. That would have been an incredible, incredible Monday night game. Full of hard hits, and not and not to shit on Dallas or anything like that, but you know, wait, Mr. Cinco, Mr. Cinco, and I were talking Giants Cowboys because that's how, if we would have went off one through seven in the conference, it would have went the line the 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 Buccaneers don't make the playoffs because the Lions make the playoffs. No, that's yes, the Lions are nine and eight. Yes, if you go off no. conference, yes, it is. No, you need a South Conference team, right? That, no, but that's, that's not, what we're that's saying. What, we that, would get rid of. We get well, rid of division no, no, no. because you win your division, you don't automatically qualify. It's top seven records. That's what we're saying. Oh, we're going hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you, should they do that? Because the NBA has gone to that method. There's still division. So you're, so you're saying the Buccaneers, the Falcons, the Saints, the Panthers should not be a part of no. the playoffs. No. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, honestly, you know, no, because not by if division. you go off conference, just like the NBA does, NBA has divisions still. People don't realize that, but they don't have, um, they don't go off that for playoffs. So if one division doesn't have any teams, 
okay, you had a shit year. Do you really want to watch what happened on Monday night? But you know how much ratings were down? Happened in the NBA, like a B one from the division, Correct. because not have gone to ten potential Correct. teams. So Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One that's left out. But as they so keep expanding, so as they keep expanding the playoffs, yeah, because. I think it will get to eight teams at one point or another in yeah. the NFL, mm-hmm. um, where they'll have the. We'll go back to like what we talked last one, week. Two first. Bye. Yep, one two by. But I mean, realistically, San Francisco and Philly were the best teams in the conference, mm-hmm. and then like you go off of that that type of order. So, I think I agree with you, Jay. I think the Lions give uh, the Forty ers a good game because I think they're playing their most prideful football right now. Um, now, that Seahawks game wasn't in 49ers game. I mean, everyone says it was a blowout, but it was a good game until the 10 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. If Geno doesn't fumble the ball and scores a touchdown there, it's a tie game. However, they shut the Seahawks out for the entire second half, right? So No, the whole, the whole yeah. fourth quarter. Yeah. No, the whole second half. They, had, they didn't score until like yeah, two minutes left. That was, that was a yeah. But after that, fumble, after that fumble, it kind of depleted their energy in the sense, yeah. which it shouldn't have. But That was also after a penalty. That was going to lead them to an end zone drive. Correct. That's what that's what I was saying. It's like it kind of like they were on the fifteen and he fumbled it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> if you remember my chat, I was like, Gino, 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 <laughs> hold on to the ball, man. Like, Mike, like, what you what you think up there? No, no honestly, I would have much rather have seen a Lions team that was riding high going into the playoffs after making sure the Packers didn't make it. So if you imagine, so you take that and you take you take top seven, and in the future, I agree, top eight. Mm-hmm. That game suddenly becomes a playoff game because mm-hmm. winner go winner gets in. Mm-hmm. So the Lions win that game. Let's all things being equal, let's say everything else goes the same way it did. Just you know, the stakes mm-hmm. are different, slightly different. Right. The Lions go in not only having earned the playoff spot with the win, they did it by beating their rivals. So like the Lions mm-hmm. are riding high going into the playoffs. They're feeling good. They're playing with house money, playing a Niners team that ha- I agree. They and Philly are the top two teams in the conference this year. But mm-hmm. if you're Aiden Hutch, a, a now I, you could say Aiden Hutchinson led defense in Detroit, you're looking at Brock Purdy like, hmm, that's a third stringer, Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, he's been playing good game, but it, you know it's not one of the elite quarterbacks. We could we could do something here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make make him make his mistakes. Right. And then if you look on the AFC side, you know Buffalo still plays Miami, but then you have the Bengals playing the Jaguars. And then the Chargers playing the the Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. which I think could be more of an uh, an interesting matchup, mm-hmm. right? You know, I Jaguars mean, already beat the Ravens. So. You mean you mean the Chargers? Yeah. No, no, the Jaguars already beat the Ravens regular right season. Yeah. Right. Right, but the, they, they that, but on the standings, they also Baltimore, destroyed the Chargers. Baltimore, it, the Baltimore, Baltimore <laughs> has a better record than Jacksonville. Yeah. I don't. You gotta beat your division. This this is where I'm getting at. <laughs> no, gotta, but we're talking about. Play. We're talking. No, I, I get what's going on, but you gotta play your division. You right. You don't. It's not. Worth, it's not worth changing the division. We're not changing the division. Let me finish this. You're playing home and away against your division. Right. You're getting that record against it. It should seedings for playoffs go off conference or division. You're not playing a conference home and away. You're playing your division. Home and away. 
Yeah, I guess, this but like you're only playing six games. You're playing eleven games out of conference, though. Mm-hmm. So you can go zero and six in your division yeah. and yeah, still make playing, the playoffs. Whoa, 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 you're playing eleven games out of division, but that's also including out of conference too. Right, but you're also playing. So say the say the uh, Giants no, this year. Well, hold on, no, let me hold on, let me no, let me I, say no, my. I'm, I'm right about this. There's you're no right playing. or wrong. There's no right or wrong though. Yeah, so, I'm right opinion. about it. You want there's, a woman away against the vision. I'm not saying take that away though, but you could still miss the playoffs. So you can go six and zero in your division, and then go six and eleven and not make the playoffs. How can you do that? You're winning twelve games. So if you win your only six games and you go zero and eleven against the rest of the schedule, you just beat your division. That yeah. team, that guy, that team is six and eleven, and that deserves to go into the playoffs. I don't get how that makes any sense. They won their division. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. Right, versus an eleven and sixteen, that deserves it. But that, but that's what we're trying to say is like, should it go off of conference? That's exactly what I'm but that's how, but that's how the NBA is. In the NBA has but divisions. They're winning their division, they're going not, to not in the NBA. In the no, NBA, it's, about the NFL. but that's what I'm trying to say, though. You're not listening. I'm trying to tell you. I, I'm listening. It's bro, I'm trying to. We're trying to explain this to you. Question no, is, should I know what you're saying? saying no. You're saying no. You don't agree. You don't agree with it. Yeah. Exactly. I don't. Agree. That's all. You don't agree. Okay. This, this <laughs> schedule is more like rigorous than the NBA. You're not playing 16 games. You're playing 82 game. games. Exactly. You gotta win your division in the NFL if you want to make the playoffs. If you go I, if you go winless in your division, should you be in the playoffs? That's what we're saying, though. If you go if you zero go and six, six, if you go eleven and six, you're gonna make the playoffs most likely. So if you go really? zero and six and get eleven and six, most likely you're gonna make the playoffs. That's what we're trying to say. Is that ultimately you're yes. going to make the playoffs if regardless? You, if you win your division, you should make your playoffs. That's what I'm saying. No, but then we in get the NFL. Okay, I get I get your side. I mean, that's why I was saying should because you just you just want to be invited to the dance, and then you can dance with anyone you want. Marshawn Lynch, Seattle Seahawks. You play. You you're playing against the the Saints, and you get a beast quake. Yes, you should be invited. Yeah, but then and and this. Uh, I mean, and then what? And then what? And then what? Jamie, but uh, Jamie, I think understands here. But then you get an a under five hundred Tampa team that looks like absolute garbage against. But we oh. knew the whole time the NFC South is bad. So you we keep them out. That. Exactly. But that's what, why but that, are we kicking a whole division out? Because they sucked. What you want? All right, all three of you. Stop talking. But, What's the point of playing? But listen. But that's what listen, we're saying. Listen, the point of playing is not good to win the game. What's the point of playing a game if you're not having a? But they're not playing good football, man. They're playing terrible football against the other teams. Because you got to beat your division. If you beat your division, you should make the playoffs. All right, so three against one. Pat thinks three. This is a stupid conversation. (laughs) This is stupid. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like right, it doesn't. If the Buccaneers lost every fucking game against the NFC South, they should have been in. Yes, but they beat majority of the NFC South. They should be in the playoffs no, because they you know what? That's fifty percent. 
Exactly. That's not good enough. That's what I say. But they they go off of the winning record going into the playoffs. But that's what they're saying. That's what we're trying to say is they don't go off of the division record. The division record's only if you tie. No one tied. They had a better overall record. That's what we're trying to say. That's all we're saying. So it's it's an elimination of winning of getting in by automatically winning. The only reason they had a fifty percent chance against their division. They had a winning percentage against conference. Mm. They had a winning percentage. Should you be in over the Falcons, the Saints, the Panthers? Yes. Yes. Out of the divisions, yes, you should be in. But should you be in over a Lions, a Packers, teams that have winning records? Is it fucked up? Yes. Is it right? Yes. I mean, that's why we that's why we have this conversation. Ultimately, who had who had a losing record against the conference? The Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints. The Panthers were four and two in in division, and And so were the Buccaneers against the rest of the league. The conference. You're talking about the conference. conference? Are you talking about the conference or the division? All the other teams finished one game. Either way. Either but way. I'm saying, like the con- I'm looking right now, the Panthers and the Buccaneers both finished no, at no, four and no, two. No, no, no. The thing is, you That's guys right. are comparing a longer season of the NBA to the shorter season and more strenuous season of the NFL. It's not comparable. It's not comparable. Who the had- playoffs are though? Like the Ooh, matchups are. Yeah. The playoffs the- Okay, we can a, just we can agree to disagree. Who like, had a better you, record? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not. I'm just saying like my I'm opinion. But you're not. But you're telling me I'm wrong, and that's not. That's my opinion, bro. Like that's. It, there's no right or wrong answer. So it's like you know what? If it was if it was Brady and and Rogers for the final spot, battle royale. Forget playing a game. Battle royale. <laughs> oh, 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 we'll we'll get him in the ring. <laughs> No, I don't know. It, it makes no sense to compare the two when the NFL is a more rigorous, rigorous schedule. Okay, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not competing against that. I'm just basically saying you play. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking what you're saying that they play six games. Okay, they play home and away six games, but then they play eleven out of conference games. And you can go zero and six and division. still make conference. No, 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 no on a division. Right, but you can still go eleven and six and make the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. You can go zero and six in your division and still make the playoffs. Pat, here's what I'm That's saying. Fine. It don't make That's sense fine. to you. Hold on, it don't make sense to you. But you know what? Make dollars. I pay me parlay. If you guys join us earlier, we got locked <laughs> in for this weekend. That's gonna be up on our Instagram. Make sure you guys follow us. We're gonna post that up. And next week, Pat and I, Pat and I are gonna duke it out. So great dollars. All right. Next week, John and Pat drop the gloves in the octagon in the same jersey. It just doesn't make sense. All right, I I I respect your opinion. You gotta win your division or have a. Better record than your division. So how about Rafael Nadal, man? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> how about that Rafael Nadal guy? Poor Nadal. Man. I love you, brother. My mom, my mom loves that guy. Good, good. Any other athlete. And she's already dead. love you too, man. Love you too. I know I love you too. Look, we're wearing the same fucking jersey. Come on now. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, you know, guys. On a side note, soccer is very entertaining if you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that side note. <laughs> All right. So, quick, quick note before we get, before we head out of uh, NFL talk. Um, 
who we got this weekend, KC or Jaguars? I just want to go through and get our picks. We didn't do our picks That's last week. To win? Yeah, Jamie, who you got? Just to win? I can't I can't go against the Chiefs at home. I don't think they lose two play home playoff games in a row if you take last year into account. So I gotta go with the Chiefs. Uh Pat, you already got them, right? Yep, Chiefs too. Mike. Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. Mahomes. Ah, you guys are gonna hate me. I'm going the Jacksonville Jaguars. ESPN, those who was. All right. They get blown <laughs> out 45 nothing. Oh, bad pick. <laughs> All right, so Jamie, who do you have in the Eagles Giants game? <laughs> oh, Jay, okay. you don't have to ask the three. No, don't go Jamie first. Don't go Jamie first. Jamie's Why? Back. We already know the other two. No, Jamie's the back there. I like that. I like to. I got the G Men winning because your boy Hurts doesn't show up in the playoffs. Ooh. How can you, you make that statement? Daniel Jones is playing at 101%. A lot like of times, the quarterback who's playing. He's off the injury report. It's real to he me. He made a pretty <laughs> shitty game against the Giants last time he was on the field. It was, the, it was just a win. Backup oh. players against backup players. I'm going with the G-men with the upset. I love you, Jamie. <laughs> You're weird, dude. You're weird. Yeah. All right. So for all of our audio list, for all of our audio listeners, Pat, Pat, and myself are wearing all Eagles gear. Same Go McNabb birds. jersey. Go birds! Mike Black is Donovan. Mike is wearing a New England Patriots. Sh- I sweatshirt. am not. <laughs> a Giants uh, uh, sweatshirt Big and hat. Blue. So we're all I'm going there. All right. Blue in my blue polo right now. We'll take it. It's not the right shade, but we'll take it. All right, so Bengals Bills. Thanks, I mean, that's <laughs> close enough. Bengals Bills. Bungalows. I hate to think that Bills. Are so I got the bungalows. Baby, you're really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, give me the Buffalo Brills. The Buffalo Bills. Pat, I like a field goal. I'll take the Jills all day, baby. The uh-huh. who? The Jills. Uh, uh, yeah, Buffalo Bills. All right. I am going to side with Jamie. I think that Buffalo wow. has not has not looked good since week 10 and wow. continue to look not look like a, a star defense. So I'm going to go with the Bengals in this game. That should be the best game of the weekend, I think. So I, It's my most anticipated game. Yeah. Very good game. All right. And, and there's we, supposed to be some snow, too. And now we go to yeah. That'll make it interesting. The Dallas Cowboys, Okay. The Dallas Cowboys versus the overrated Niners. Let's all say this together, Mike. You say San. I'll say Francis. Just say forty. You say Niners. (laughs) Three, two, Two, one. San Francisco. Four. Oh, four. <laughs> of course, the Eagles guys mess it up. We're Santa. Hold on, take two. Take and two. Action. San Francisco. 40. 
Oh, did you? Oh, you got, we're going around the horn, you ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Do it again. Right. Take oh, three. Jesus Christ. Two, three. San Francisco. 40. Niners. Oh, wow. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> well done, all right. All right. So that whole got... thing is going to be included in the picks clip. I love it. Of I course. It. Of course. Of course. Well, it should be an interesting. It should be a good week. Hold on, it should be a good weekend in football for real, though. I mean, good luck, Mike. You're gonna need it. Yeah, good luck, Mike. Good luck. Wait, you know what's really cool? What's very cool is all all of us have a different form. Why? That's pretty cool. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. Because I have the Jags. (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking. He laughs. You're fucking weird. Trevor Lawrence undefeated on Saturday. Such a stupid stat, by the way. You know he's never So it's funny, it's funny too, because like that is the biggest thing. They go Pat Mahomes both going for streaks. Yeah. Pat Mahomes going for five four straight AFC title games and Trevor Lawrence going for five straight. No, this is his fourth straight. Okay. And he's gonna try to break the record and it goes. Trevor Lawrence never lost on Saturday. <laughs> How many high school games are played on a Saturday? None. But None. In Friday Night Lights. Something like 32 games on a Saturday or something. And the, and the only losses came on a Monday night and a Friday night, which were the semifinals and the final in the uh, national championship game. Yeah. So, all righty. So we got our picks for the weekend. Tune in this weekend. We'll have a lot of great football, and uh, Pat is going to chug a bottle of uh, mayonnaise if the Bills mustard. win. Mustard. Mustard. Mayonnaise right mustard now? mix. You mean if the Bengals win? <laughs> yeah, I don't right know. No, no. No. But talking talking about – Mike, that, that's the one. <laughs> talking about sadness this weekend <laughs> so far – the king of tennis, Rafael Nadal, is out at the Aussie Open. I think he retore his quad. It, it, hip injury. The, okay, injury hip quad related. But yeah. is this the end for Rafael Nadal, following in his uh, brother's footsteps, Roger Federer? Yeah, you... probably. <laughs> All right, is Joe OMB then? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I'll let you. I'll let you fire away first. Go ahead. So, you know, when we when we speak of Nadal, we have to recognize that it's greatness we're speaking of, right? Twenty-two year career. With this year, he's in his twenty-second career. Twenty-second year of his career. Ninety-two titles, fourteen French Opens, twenty-two Grand Slams. Nobody's ever, ever, ever won that many at one tournament, and he has the most Grand Slams ever. He is one of three men to have the career Golden Slam. That's Olympic gold medal. And he's won all four major titles. He also won the Davis Cup with Spain 2019. Won all eight matches. He's won everything he could possibly win in the sport. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you would think if you span the career of 22 years, you spend 429 weeks as number one, you're going to have a lot of success. But the right. thing about him, he's been one of the most classiest champions of all time. Yeah. And I don't want to see him go out like this. I don't want to see him go out where he has to retire from tournaments or he has to putter out because his health is deteriorating. I think he has one more French Open in him. I'm not sure if he can make Wimbledon or the U.S. Open. If he does, he's going to just drop his schedule down to just play a couple tournaments before to be in the majors at least. 
but it's Cowboy not tiger i i, I want to see one more magical run from him it's probably going to be in the french i don't see much after this so i think if he bows out now with grace it would be the best time to walk away from him yeah i mean really, I, I, I love watching him play he plays at such a high level still it goes back to a lot of players that we grew up watching Derek jeter kobe Michael, when in the '90s, um, you know Shaquille O'Neal, a lot of those guys, you know, and it, it, it was sad to see them walk away from their sport, um, but them being kind of a shell of who they were is kind of sad too, because it's like, damn, there's so much more that people, especially like when people say, like younger younger people start saying, like, oh well, you know, who is this guy? Like, why is he not the great? You know, that type of thing. It's always heartbreaking because it's like no you don't understand the pinnacle that these guys were at um so it's almost like i agree with you jay get healthy go one more strong year battle your battle your ass off win a couple tournaments and then go out on a high horse kind of like kobe did like Derek jeter did like a lot of these guys did that they deserved it and uh and whatnot it's sad to see um because I, I turned on sports center that was the first thing that popped up and i was like damn man he just came back from being like injured last year. So, uh, Pat, sorry, go ahead. No, it's kind of weird that, like, he would play this card of the mentally part. Like, he, he even has a quote of, can't say that I'm not destroyed mentally at this time because I will be lying. It's hard for me. Dude, we, we've seen athletes at their pinnacle and just say, hey, I'm done. I've reached the top of the mountain. I'm done. Yeah. Why? Why do you gotta be here, man? Like, I I feel bad for him that he's got to say this is where I'm at. You could have walked away at a long time ago. He he's been at the pinnacle. He's he's been at the peak. I get what you're saying. I I wish I, I, I he had was year. It's like he had such a great year last year. It may have deceived him how yeah. hurt he actually is because he was performing at such a high level at the big moments. Right. It may have been I mean, we. And we we bring his back stateside. Tom Brady, we got videos of him throwing the Lombardi Trophy, yeah. <laughs> walking yeah. away inebriated. Like, dude, I wish that was our lasting effects of you instead yeah. of check down throwing it out of bounds against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Nadell, I wish I you were at the top of the mountain right there. Boom, man. Hey, I, walk away when you're the elite. You know. I think it's tough for us as us, you know us guys to sit here and say, like, how can they not walk away, like you said? Because, Pat, I'm in a total agreement with you. Like, it's, I mean, think about all four of us have tried to, when we had to hang up our cleats, hang up our skates, hang up our, you know, swim cap. Oh, bro, <laughs> I, I, got, I got, I got, no <laughs> really is, is, man, shit. <laughs> we don't really hang anything, but it, I, I, I still wear really my hard. Speedos, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, but, I, but, I mean, it's, Speedos across my bed anymore. <laughs> but it's, it's, I think it's just a level where you kind of – I agree, Pat. Like, eventually you got to say, you know, enough's enough. And, you know, Mike, what? I'd rather go out on top. That's all I'm saying. Man. What happened, Mike? Oh, you're, you're, I just, you're, you're, you're Mike, your mic went a little – just muzzle fuzzle. Yeah. <laughs> muzzle uh, like somebody's yeah. tapping muzzle. into this. Oh, it must be because I'm hitting the plug. Sorry. Um, Why are you doing that, man? Because I'm – I don't know. <laughs> Seems like, a, <laughs> seems like a big deal brewery. Mike, Mike, what what you think? I know you well, you you uh, kind of agreed with the whole Jeter point we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I think I agree with what pretty much everybody has said. You'd love to have seen him walk away at the peak, being like in the top top five, number one, wherever mm-hmm. he wherever he could get himself settled in the world rankings, winning a major, like go out with one more major win. Um, mm-hmm. But I I do I do agree with you that uh, I agree with you, Jamie, that I think he's got one more run left in him. It's like it's like a Jeter or a Mariano. Or I guess I guess from a football perspective, from what we've seen, like a Favre or a Manning, yeah. where they may not be at the top of their game, but they're that gunslinger that'll come out for one more run, one more season, one more round of majors. I think he's got one. I think he knows obviously how to take care of his body. He's been around for 22 years. I think he'll be able to get himself back to enough of a playing shape that he'll probably take that Tiger route only play limited amounts of tournaments going into majors and stuff like that and just give it one more push. Yeah. And for the sake of the sports world and, um, you know, the sake of being able to see a legend, a goat of his game go out the way he wants to, I hope he can, because I'd love to, I'd love to be able, even though I'm not like the biggest tennis fan, I understand it enough and I appreciate it enough. And especially Nadal guys like Nadal and Federer and Djokovic and guys like that to want to, as a sports fan, say goodbye in the proper way. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a big thing that a lot of athletes, and I think it started off with Kobe uh, having that farewell tour. Um, I very indifferent about the farewell tours because you ultimately get the shell of the player Mm -hmm. until the final night, like Kobe's 60 points, Jeter's walk off at Yankee stadium, um, against Buckshaw Walter, who was his first manager. Yeah, um, nice. So it's like, you know, you get those storybook because then you see what, what could be. But then you start to get to thinking like, well, maybe if he came back for one more year. One we'll, more, yeah. One more push. But, you know, I think he's going to take the, like you said, the t- – because soccer and tennis kind of schedules are kind of similar in a sense where they play tournaments. And at that level, and that level that Nadal is at, he's – he's earned the right to kind of play tournaments as what he wants. So, and that's what Tiger's status is. And like, I I forget who I was talking to, but I think someone at work and they were talking about how come Tiger doesn't have to compete in the FedEx cup and stuff like that and still get to play in these tournaments. I'm like, because he's Tiger fucking woods. That's why he's one eighty. He's won 82 (laughs) tournaments and he went on and he held the number one for almost, almost 16 or no, not 16 years. I'm sorry. It was like, 10 years mm-hmm. worth of tournaments. Like, so that's why he can just come in and play. Right. And, and from experience, the Valspar tournament over in uh Copperhead over on Innisbrook in, in Tampa, Florida, um, he, he decided to go there and the attendance went from 50,000 to 150,000. So, <laughs> and he almost yeah. won the, and he should have won the tournament. So yeah. he was in the final. Mike, you know, to your point, ironically this year, because his countryman Carlos Alcaraz bowed out with an injury, he was the number one seed going into this tournament. Yes, he was. So that's what made it even more. That that's what hurt even more. He figured like, okay, normally the number one has the easiest bracket at, until they get to play a very challenging match, maybe in right. the round of sixteen or quarterfinals, depending on who wins and loses, right? right? But at one, you're saying, okay, you look pretty good in the first round, and you see him pull up with the injury, like there's no way he's making it through his match. And to his credit, the number two player in the tournament, who's Casper Ruud from Norway, who's like a 22-year-old young buck, he bowed out to a young American last night. So now Djokovic is sitting there at the four seed saying, thanks, boys. You just made it pretty <laughs> easy for me to win another Australian Open. 
So I, I don't see no way, no way Djokovic loses this tournament. Now. What about Andy Murray? Pardon me? What about Andy Murray? Andy Murray, I think, won another five-setter last night, but he's unranked now. He's just kind of playing on borrowed time. I think this is definitely his last year. Okay. Yeah. He looked good. I saw a clip of him from his match, and he looked. Yeah. He we went through a whole volley where he's just running back and forth. But that yeah, may just be him putting well. everything he's got. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here coming up. You know, I think that you know Nadal probably wants to is a lot of emotions because you know him. His one of his good friends, Roger Federer, he had to watch walk away, which was very emotional to watch that mm-hmm. ceremony because mm-hmm. uh, you could see the brotherhood behind mm-hmm. him, those two. Um, with the emotions, the tears, everything. So I think that's a lot of mental game that is playing into it. So, and I think he wanted to give Roger his dues, and then he'll do his here right. coming up. So, um, but I mean, hey, best of luck to Roger Nadal. Hopefully, he comes back strong, and we can see him win one more major, and then go out on the, the high horse that he deserves. So, yes, um, speaking about high horse, uh, talking about Joel Embiid of the NBA. His Joel Embiid, the MVP, the real MVP of the year. Real MVP, please stand up. Please stand and why? Up. Mikey, Mike. Yeah, sure, I'll start. No. <laughs> he is not the real MVP this season of All the right, NBA. All right, stop the squad now. <laughs> yep. um, the real MVP of the NBA this year is, I believe, in my mind, is currently and will be by the end of the season, Luka Doncic. Luka, Luka, Luka. Luka is currently averaging near near a triple double. He's only mm-hmm. a rebound short of what Embiid's averaging. He's mm-hmm. beating him in points. It's a very slim margin, so they're essentially scoring at the same rate. But he's also getting the assists. Embiid's not. Mm-hmm. I think with the fact. I also think when you look at an MVP, while Embiid, I think, has been and is the best player on his team, he doesn't. He has a better team around him, on paper at least than Luca does. So I think Luca gets the edge on the on the kind of who's the best player on their team talk as well yeah. by a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Mike, I, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, looking at – and I think it's the Luca story this year. So mm-hmm. every year we get a player in the NBA that they hype up and they hype up and they hype up and they hype up. And, you know, typically those that player at the end of the year will win the MVP even if – you know, statistically, Luca over the last couple of years probably deserved it, right? Um, well, Jokic, Jokic played great. Don't get me wrong, but last year probably was Luca's award. But, um, but I'm like, I agree with you. I'm looking at the stats right now. You know, Luca's averaging 33, 11, and nine, and the only category that Embiid is at the top is in points. And I think he's probably at ten. Or something rebounds nine rebounds or something like that. Right at ten, it's nine point nine. Uh, okay, so right. nine point so ten rebounds a game. But you know, and I think he is a very critical. But I agree with you, Mike. I think what what happens with Joel Embiid is he has Harden. Um, he has a he's a lot of good role players around him that make him great, which isn't a problem. Without him, they're not a good team. They're not a playoff team. Um, so you know, I kind of agree with that. But I think the most pivotal part of Dallas and being a Oh, I think Dallas is over 500. I think yeah, they're 13, 24 and 22. I think the only reason why they're 24 and 22 is because of Luca. Yeah, Luca is the Dallas Mavericks. So, you know, do they make a deep run? No. Um, so, no shot to MB because I think he's been in the running the last five years. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think it's his time. Maybe next year they'll start hyping him up and then we'll see him at the end of the year hold that trophy up. Jay, what you watch a little bit more NBA than both of us. What are you thinking? So 
Here's the thing about Embiid. Embiid's missed a couple games this year, right? And that's kind of going against him. I think his team's played about 38, and he's missed, I think, six of those games. So in 20 of the 31 games he's played, he scored 30 points. Like, that's pretty damn impressive. That's really good. That's what really you awesome. also see from him is he can do it in, like, 30 minutes. He doesn't need to play a lot of minutes. He dominates for a, 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 a short period of time. And then you see Philly make these ridiculous runs, like these 10-0 or these 14-2 runs, because he just takes full control of the game. He takes control of the game from a defensive standpoint, rebounding the ball. He'll get offensive rebounds and get second opportunities for himself and his team. And he does things at some of the highest levels that an MVP player you want them to do on a nightly basis when he's healthy. That's what he always has and has had working against him. And that's what yeah. sucks. So we look at the top five right now. Right now, they're saying Joy Kitchens at one, Lucas at two, Tatum's at three. Giannis just jumped KD because KD's recent in this, in this injury. So Giannis jumped yeah. up to four and Embiid at five. And the one name on that list where people are just, they, they sleep on it. And the, and the amazing thing is Jalen Brown's also in the top 10 right now with another player on his team playing at an MVP level. He is still averaging 38 and four. And Tatum is playing by far the best basketball of his life. He's shooting the best. And nobody's mentioning his name. And it sucks for Tatum because he's going to be buried between Luka, Joy Kitch, and Embiid. And he's sandwiched in there where nobody's going to talk about him. And that's so so an interesting thing, because Mr. Cinco watches a lot of NBA. I think mm-hmm. you two and Pat are probably the three that watch a lot of NBA. Mm-hmm. And one stat that he brought up to me, because we were talking about Derrick Rose and what could have been, and how the number 27, like age 27, is usually when you start to see guys hit, the, hit their peak in the NBA. It might be a little shorter now because of the one-and-dones and, dones and mm-hmm. now coming back out of high school. But it, I think 27 is the age that we'll see Tatum. Mm-hmm. Make it, and I agree with you. I think he's a phenomenal player. He's really fun to watch. Bro, he got another he's really fun to watch. He now Tonight? has the most fifty-point games in Celtics history, and he's not even five years into his career. What the hell? So he's twenty-four. Crazy? He's twenty-four years old. Yeah, he, he's crazy. got he's got a lot of talent, and he just keeps getting better. But I think Pat, you'll agree, they're not hyping him up enough to give him that award. Well, um, I don't. I don't think they should because of Jalen Brown being on the roster. Mm-hmm. I think the real MVP is most valuable player, and I think that belongs to Jokic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, Embiid, he's he's got every caliber of the game mm-hmm. that is firing, that can get the Sixers where they got to be, but he has late game blunders, mm-hmm. if you would. Where he he tries to force it, he tries to push it, uh-huh. and he cannot get it done. Where Jokic just makes every player around him so much better. Uh-huh. It, he's got it's it's a lot different from a big guy that can shoot to a big guy that can play the point guard. It's a lot different between the two players. It's like a, it's like a Magic Johnson. Exactly like with Magic Johnson. Like, mm-hmm. Jokic playing the point where that's not his position. It's not his position. He plays his position as a five center, 
a lot better than a lot of other fives. You're, you're right in saying he's a point center, though. He's at 9.7 assists per game, highest in his career. Exactly. He's 0.3 assists away from averaging a triple-double as a center. Exactly. When has this ever happened other than Will having 10 blocks a game? For and like and we, we've seen Westbrook do it. He's averaged a triple-double, but that was kind of like an assisted triple-double. It's not a real triple-double like Jokic could get to. Yeah. Embiid yeah. dribbles it off his foot. Mm-hmm. He can't make a free throw. Jokic can bring the Nuggets to the top level of the Western Conference Finals, and that's where the MVP discussion starts. That's but he does that's have support it. from Jamal Murray, who's playing at an all-star level. Okay, and Embiid has James Harden. And James Harden is, though. J- Jamal right. so Luke, I, right think, I think a lot of these guys are playing – I think with the NBA and how uh, diverse it is now as the teams, the parity and diversity in the team are so great, meaning the fact that the playing level, like you'll have a Jokic, but then like like you said, a Jamal Murray are, is playing at an all-star level. You'll have a Jason Tatum, but then you have a Jalen Brown. You'll have a Joel Embiid, and then you'll have a uh, James Harden. So it's like like – you think about that, any team would love to have that, right? So, and a lot of teams do, which is great. I mean, and, and I think that's great for basketball because it makes the games that much more competitive. That's why I said in the beginning of the show, the NBA is starting to heat up now competitively. Now it's starting, like I was watching, I've been watching my heat like the last few games and they've been playing okay basketball. I think the moves in the not making any moves in the offseason is what's going to hurt them down the road, but we'll see here. So, I mean, they still got to compete against the Celtics, which I don't want to play at all. <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're so much better. Right, hold on to back up your point. The lead turnovers per game this year Giannis at four, Trey Young at four, Luca at 3.7, Embiid at 3.7. Those are your top four this year. So, it proves to your point. Yeah. That he's gonna, act, but Luca turns the ball over that much because he plays the most minutes per game by right. So he's right. in the game. Honestly, I think the MVP talk comes from Embiid to Jokic. I think Doncic really has the MVP. He is uh-huh. the That's most it. valuable player to his to team, his team uh-huh. comparative to the entire NBA. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because to your point, with that, to your guys's points with that. Like that next level all star playing with them, mm-hmm. Luca's the one in that t- discussion that doesn't have that. Right. Yeah. There, there's Luca, but then there's not like, you know, n- other all star. Right. Right. You so, don't. Ha- you don't have the comparative. Uh, you got the the Robin right. to the Batman. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. There's just right. Batman. Luca is fucking good, man. <laughs> he should. He should be right there in every yeah. MVP talk. Above everything else. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I said in the beginning. I think each each year they pick a guy and they start hyping him up towards right around now, and that's when it starts going. And you know what the crazy part is? He's twenty three years old. Three years, and he's well, only been in the league four years. He's well, only you know, you know what the crazy part is, <laughs> and this is coming from me. I'm a LeBron James hater. Is the NBA has a fatigue? For the MVP talk, mm-hmm. LeBron could win the MVP every league he's in. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Bro, 38 and 7. 30 and he's still doing it how he's been doing yep. it. It's 
But they need a new story, and they need someone hyped up other than the the same person. It's the same reason Carl Malone has won the MVP over Jordan. It's Mm. it's MVP fatigue over Mm. the NBA. Right, which is why I think Jokic doesn't get it. Because he's gotten the last two, there would be like, no. I didn't think he'd get it last year, and and he did. Hey, that's what – that was the point I was going to bring up. I don't think he should have got it over Embiid last year. I don't think he yeah. should have gotten over Luca. Hey, you know who's going to get it tonight, though? This guy. Because guess what time it is, baby? Oh, no. It who's is. Where's your ball? Where's your ball? Who's going to get tonight? I got, I got a few uh, fucking Tinder messages. Some, some oh, God. God. Oh, yeah. There it is. Gentlemen, we have finally reached the point in the show where we get to try and stump each other. The way this works is pretty simple. We pretend like we know everything. We cheat and use our phones. We always pretend like we're not using our phones. But, hey, we get it wrong just to make you guys feel good about yourselves. So we bet two points each. Whoever has the most points in the end of Stump the Squad gets the round of the week. I'm going to swing this down to my man at the bottom, Mr. Jonathan Sawyer, with his Eagles gear showing off the for the weekend. Defending. The first Stumper of the night. Show that black jersey John. up, boy. Will Hold you on. stump the squad? Take it away. Probably not. <laughs> so since confident. So here's a pretty easy one. But how many times has the Super Bowl gone into five. an overtime? Oh. One, yeah. five, zero, or three? <laughs> one. Mike says one. Say it again. One, five, three. One, five, zero, and the three. How many times has the Super Bowl gone into overtime? I'll go one. I'll go one. I'll go one. Copycat. No, which it's just kind of amazing. I know, I know. It's it. wild. The Pats and the Falcons. So you're saying yeah. that's the only one that's ever gone into overtime. Is that what I'm saying, Jamie? That's what you are. That's, that's not what I said. That's the most that's, that might be what started. Mike said. That's not what I'm saying. But that's the only one that's gone to overtime. Are you sure about history. that? So if I keep that, yeah, you on. remember. Hold on, hold on. What's Jamie's answer? Mister dances with terrible. I'm going back. I'm going back. I'm going back. Going back. No overtime. Yeah, yeah. It probably is one. One. Oh, oh, oh! Now yeah. you're on board with it. All right. All right. All right. So I have successfully stumped no one. It is yeah. one. It's just a patch of That's what I thought. Yeah. So. Because I recalled that one at them saying. In I thought that was a good one. I thought there was more, though. I thought there was more. I was you like, oh. I kept going back. Uh, actually, so actually we, yeah, talk- John would think. I, I, I was talking to Mr. Cinco about it. And, like, when you think about the Super Bowl, like, back in, like, the when it first started, like, the there was a lot of blowouts in that time. Really like, was. I was looking at the first one. It was, like, 38 to 10 and stuff like that. Like, it was a lot of, like, lobsided games. Like, so. We've the had a lot of one was Brady when he won his first one, where the Rams mm-hmm. at the time let him kind of go down the field, and that game was screaming overtime. And right. somehow, you know, Benetari had a different. Idea. Mikey, Mike, go ahead. Okay, Mikey, Mike, and the funky, funky bunch. bunch. The funky bunch. Oh, because in the comments, because there's actually a seventy-five percent chance that this happens, if my yeah, math baby. is correct. Since the game was first played in the 1970-1971 season, how many times have two NFC East teams played in the NFC Championship game? Oh, I saw this earlier, but I can't remember at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
<laughs> I saw this earlier on Sports Center. Since they the said first, it, and did they? I didn't even see that. They showed it. I just don't remember the answer. So since the first NFC Championship game in 1970-1971, how many times have two NFC East teams played in it? A three, B four, C five, D six. Three, four, five, or six. Three. Yeah, three. Pat and John say three. Jamie. The Niners have been in so many that they're gonna spoil the number from being high. So it's not five or six. The Giants played, I know, in two minimum. I gotta go with four. You gotta go with four? Do you yeah, have to go to, do you have to go with four? Yeah, I'm going with four. All right, Mike. John, John and Pat say three. Jamie says four. I have successfully stumped John and Pat. Woo! <laughs> He would remember nothing. 72, 73, 80, 81, 82, 83, and 86, 87. All right. Dang. All right. Who do you want next, Mike? Uh, Pat. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. All right. This one comes from my friends out in the ether. Uh. Who started at QB for the Seahawks in the 1999 AFC wildcard round for his Dolphins? That is, who started at QB for the Seahawks in the 1999 AFC wildcard round for the Dolphins? A, Matt Hasselbeck. B, John Kitna. C, Rick Muir. Or D, Seneca Walls. I think it's between Seneca and Matt Hasselbeck, but I want to say Hasselbeck. Yes, yeah. Hasselbeck became the starter that year, and Kitna yes. was the starter to begin the year. Correct. So actually, I'm going to go with A. Hasselbeck. Rick Mir. I got two for Hasselbeck, one for Mir. Yep. Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, I have successfully stumped. The squad is John Kitna. It was Kitna. I knew it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, I'm I, out. I think you're right. I knew Kitna was the start. I, for some reason, I thought Hasselback took a job by that time in the in the season. Actually, I think it was Rick Mir. Really? Yeah, I believe Rick Mir started that year as the as the starting quarterback. Yeah. I don't know why right. I thought that was the year Hasselback had that win in Green Bay. Remember? Oh, no, that's me when they switched to the either NFC. The, I think it's either two. That's right. They switched to the NFC, and that's when Hasselback had that. Now you're going to act like I know. I don't even know. Who's yeah. The fact that there is. Like, oh, it, it was 2000 or 01 when he beat Favre. Mm. All right, so the scores, gentlemen, come down to Jamie holds the lead at two. Pat and Mike are at zero, and I'm done at minus four. So Done. done. So done. you're next, Jamie. All right, gentlemen, this one should be easy for you guys. So since somebody has to pick a basketball team pretty soon, I think I need to have an official one as well. But I kind of, you know, I kind of. Yeah, for real, bro. I like it. I like it. When we first started being friends, it was OKC. Now it's Phoenix. No, it's still OKC. I I ride with OKC. I don't let my teams go. I just, you know, SBA all the way, baby. Who leads? At this moment, after the third fan all-star voting, who is the leader right now in the NBA for the fan voting? Is it Steph, 
Giannis, Durant, or LeBron? Who's the current leader after three rounds of fan voting? So who's the fan favorite right now leading the all-star voting in the NBA? Steph, Giannis, Durant, or LeBron? LeBron. We got one LeBron. Durant. We got one Durant. Giannis. We oh got one Giannis. Say his last name. He can. He can. He taught me. Ante de Kumpo. He taught me. He taught me. He hate me. Successfully stumped. Pat and Mike. Yeah, no, you know, you know, Jamie, you know, Jamie. I was just talking to Trey earlier, and I'm he sure brought, he told me, he's like, I can't believe. He goes, it's crazy. I'm like, what? He goes, LeBron is still leaving fan voting here after like 20, 20 years of playing. Yeah, and he literally said it to me, so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that means, you know, you know how stupid that is. Why? Is why? That stupid? Everyone's stupid. Oh, why, why is that stupid? Jamie is gets to stay. Jamie. All right. <laughs> Jamie is week 42 champion. <laughs> and once again, breaks the tie with John for second place. All right. All of my own for second place. Thank <laughs> you so much, gentlemen. Christ. That's what I'm talking about. Jamie wins with a, with a two. He won with two points this week. So, Jamie. Yeah. Take it away with your rant of the week. I'll take the scrape. I'll take the scrape. So, gentlemen, being uh, living in the wonderful state of Florida and obviously being on the west coast of Tampa, all the talk in the sports radio this week was speculated on where is Brady going to end up next? And somehow in the news it popped up that the Washington commanders somehow have the second best odds to land Tom Brady. And I don't know where that came from, from the franchise, but it would be very interesting to me that he would lead, leave the NFC South and go to a division that's younger, faster, and, and full of very hungry defensive-led teams at the moment that will do an absolute number on him and probably cause him to retire before he can end the season. So I don't get why the talk has to go immediately to Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and I hate it because we're in the middle of the playoffs and the headlines still go to two quarterbacks that do not play a role anymore in the season. They and take away from two great storylines. The first one being that the game we never got to see and the emotions that that game is going to bring this weekend mm -hmm. and how much of a treat it's going to be for us as fans to see that game finally. And hopefully... Boy, DH is on the field or in the stadium for that one. And if he is, maybe my Bengals pick won't come to fruition. And being an original Niners fan growing up, first Super Bowl I ever saw, my dad taught me to love the game. Joe Montagna and Jerry Rice were as Montagna. good as All right. <laughs> Rekindling that once again last year was the best game you could ever see as somebody who hates the Cowboys. Having another shot at San Fran and knowing that That's they're right. not going to beat them is the best feeling right now going into this weekend. And I love oh, it. Yeah. I can't wait to watch the playoffs this weekend. Hell yeah. Fuck all the talk of Brady and Rogers. Let's keep it focused on the better storylines, which is the quality of games and play we will see this weekend with the young guns and, 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 the, and the rivalries that are being reborn. And I'm just excited for more NFL football. 
Let's go, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. yeah. On the oh, boy. I have to oh, say, boy. with all the disagreements that we have in our sports teams and uh, topics and stuff, I'm glad we can all come together. And hate, hate the cow- Cowboys. Yes. Fuck, fuck the Cowboys. It's fuck the Cowboys every day. I'm just, t- I'm just tired of seeing Cowboys them every week. Yeah. So. And I agree <laughs> with you, Jamie, by the way. Why would Brady want to come to a division that just put three playoff teams in? Yeah. And are all young. Yep. Could potentially put four if Washington didn't fumble right. down the, down the yep. stretch. Right. So it's like, you're, I agree with you. Like, in the defenses are top, you know, in the, in the top five in the league, I think the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys and the Giants are all in there. So yeah. it's it's pretty scary. So we'll see what happens this weekend. Jamie, congrats on the week 42 win. Yes. Tune into the football games this weekend, everyone. We'll we'll be back next week. I will not be on the show, so Mike will be hosting next week. So hopefully not with a with a with a sad face. Um, no, no happy face. Let's <laughs> go, Warriors. Make sure you make sure you like, share, and subscribe on oh, our boy. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We'll see you here next week. Have a good weekend, everyone. Yeah, baby. Let's go, John.